A legend here. Why is my background all blurry <laughs> on Skype? I haven't used Skype in so long. We usually don't even use the video because Lee yeah, doesn't I have a camera. Have I think because it's focusing on you. Yeah, that looks exactly like what it's doing. That's Here's a Snapchat button. filter. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck was I just... This. Where did that go? Why is the internet hard? There we go. Gotta be smarter than your equipment, my man. Blur my background. Boom. Unblurred. I'm a champion. <laughs> I'm better than Matt already. Yeah, it's, it did that's not, not take much. Yeah, that's not fucking hard, man. Yeah, low expectations. You've exceeded them. <laughs> I figured out what links are the other day. Yeah, what were we doing where I showed you? Oh, we were looking at fucking mythic spoilers. Yeah, and I didn't you know that you touched They the had top, the mana yeah. symbols and like the creature symbol, the artifact thing, and you scrolled over one and it flashed, and you were like shocked. You're like, holy fuck, what? What's going on here? Yeah, <laughs> I like, definitely didn't expect that. If you it. click on it, it shows you that color or that card type. He was taken aback. We do have a role. We do have a role on our podcast, Corey, that we're not allowed to swear. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a PG. No, you so, get one swear per episode, PG thirteen. That got instantaneous and simultaneous laughs. <laughs> okay, I'm only gonna make one nine eleven joke, and then that'll yeah. be. <laughs> oh no, nine eleven jokes are cool as long as you don't swear while telling. Them. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. If you say fucking 9-11, then that's, you get one of those. Okay. Well, it'll have to be a, a, a good one. I'll make it count. Yeah, okay, perfect. <laughs> I guess we can start this. Well, fucking go. What are you doing? Well, I'm fucking waiting for you to stop talking, cocksucker. But if I don't stop talking, does that mean you're just going to sit there and wait all night? No. Because I can, I can talk forever. I could just go on and on and on. Oh, my God. You're the fucking worst <laughs> person I've ever met in my entire life. Go ahead. All right. Bye! What are you, you doing? cocksucker! <laughs> Okay, that, that, that'll be the intro then. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> that was a good one. God. What's up, you yeah. human trash cans? Welcome back to another episode of the Fetch and Shock podcast. I'm your host, Thalia's secret lover, Tyler. And joining me, as always, is my co-host, <laughs> a curd ape in a human suit, Matt. And on this episode, we have our special esteemed guest, the plus one ability on Nissa Vital Force, Corey, what's going on, fellas? What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me on. Hell yeah. Going on, man. Glad to have you. I'm so, not going to lie. Thalia's secret lover. It made me chuckle. Like good one. That's a good one. <laughs> That's bad. I don't even know if it's a secret lover anymore. I think everybody knows my my love for her and everything about her. It's better when I don't know them because it's fucking hilarious and I'll just start, <laughs> I'll start laughing. Because your reactions are just better than you knowing what's going to happen. It really is. So, yeah, as uh, you just said... Corey's with us today, which is kind of cool. Hell yeah. He's he's the first guest for the podcast and probably last because nobody else is going to want to come on after they hear what we put him through. And also, probably. I mean, you guys probably aren't even going to like last that many more episodes, right? I mean, yeah, probably not. Kind of a garbage podcast. Well, my thought is that this one is going to be episode 10 to celebrate our 10th anniversary. And then episode 11 is going to be our send off episode. Right on. So yeah, this will yes. be like the after school special and then the next one will be the, you know, the, the clip show and the goodbye. Precisely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think w once we hit double roll, digits, we've exceeded our expectations. We're, go we're done after that. Roll the credit. I think Jason Alt says, if you can make it past 10 episodes, you're officially a podcast. Oh, so we're not even a real podcast yet, Matt. We should probably quit before we get to that. So then we have no expectations. Yeah, because once you hit 11, you're probably just going to sell out. That's what everybody else does. That's the plan. We had a conversation earlier this week, Matt, about yeah, selling out. Funny, yeah. 
Channel Fireball, here we come. I'd probably tell him to eat fucking dicks. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But what, yeah, what if Channel Fireball come knocked at your door, Matt? They drive to New York, and they knock on your door, and they say, hey, Matt, your podcast is so mediocre that we want you to plug <laughs> the Channel Fireball, the, the heavy hitters of the magic content-producing community, and you guys. I'd say, eh. What if LSB just brings himself and six burritos to your house and eats all six burritos right in front of your face? Well, if he does that, then I... I'd probably have to. I'd probably have to say yes if LSV came and just instead of chugging a beer in my face, just fucking house six just burritos in front of your family, kicks your dogs, kisses your wife. I would I allow. Mean, you probably have to blow them after that. Yeah, you're almost guaranteed. It'd be weird if I didn't, right? <laughs> I mean, that's just courtesy. When he's when he's a guest in your house, he's got to make himself at home. He'd probably be making weird blow puns, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Well. <laughs> This is already pretty solidly derailed. Yeah, great. That sounds about right. Well, Corey, let's. I kind of want to hear about your backstory with magic because we met just through the fact that fetch and shock became a fucking useless thing. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, you guys did that giveaway for the Prismatic Vista, and I figured that you're a new podcast. Not that many people are going to retweet it, so I have a better chance to win it. I ended up winning it, and. I was like, well, I guess I'll give these guys a listen. And uh, yeah, that's how we came to be. But I have a magic podcast called If Lands Could Kill. Uh, We are kind of on a somewhat hiatus right this second. But um, we started podcasting, I want to say, 2014, 2015, something like that. Um, It was just me and three of my other longtime childhood friends. Uh, We had just started playing magic during Gate Crash. So, you know, relatively new to oh, Magic. Fuck yeah, yeah. So you guys are like relatively recent to the game. Yeah, that's not. That's like right just yeah. maybe a year after I started. So we're, uh, we started around the same time. Right. You started during Innistrad, correct? Correct. Nice. That's that. Yeah. Ever. And, uh, you know, uh, like we were talking about before the cast, uh, we heard uh, the Heavy Meta podcast. And if you're not familiar with them, yeah, uh, they're kind of a bunch of idiots who drink and talk about Magic. Um, but magic is kind of secondary to what they do. And I enjoyed it so much. I mean, that was really my first time listening to any podcast ever. So I was like, fuck, if they could do it, we could do it. And, uh, we just started recording. We had this shitty little, uh, handheld recorder, like in fucking home alone two. (laughs) (laughs) And we just set it in the middle of the table and just started talking. And there was no like external, you know, memory or micro usb or anything so i'd have to like plug it into my computer and then like hit play and then hit record on my audio program like it's totally like that's fucking awesome that's white, so tra- janky. white trash old school mixtape type of stuff <laughs> yeah that's that's a stretch i'll give you that one no that's awesome i love that and then I... we we finally got money and a board and microphones and all that stuff so <laughs> got it and did the, the real deal yeah i am genuinely curious to know how many fucking podcasts were birthed from heavy meta it has to be so many or heavy meta type podcasts where people are just fucking being idiots because like they were the guys to me when i started like you said when you started getting into magic podcasts there were the dudes like over at limited resources and they're doing their thing and they're high level players i'm like oh well i definitely can't fucking do that because i'm a fucking moron and then there's other people doing these crazy fucking podcasts and then you stumble upon these schmucks and they're just random guys just getting drunk and talking about magic. And it's like a secondary thing where 
they're mostly just bullshitting and they're talking about hockey or they're talking about some other garbage. And then like sometimes they'll throw in a magic thing here and there. Just and fucking refer to hockey part. as garbage. I mean, when it's you're listening you. to a fucking magic podcast and then people start talking about the Jersey Devils, like that's <laughs> oh, kind of yeah. fucking not. Yeah, that is trash. But that was not, the best part. Not just randomly talking about hockey, but the Jersey Devils. Like if so I want to talk, if you're a Devils fan, you can fuck podcast, off. I would listen to a hockey podcast. I don't know why I would want to do that, but <laughs> but I'm sure if I wanted to, it'd be there. Yeah, one you of the main themes between your guys' podcast, my podcast, and Heavy Meta is that people like it because they feel like they're just hanging out with us as we're bullshitting. You know, we, they, they feel like we're friends, like they're hanging out in the stinky garage or, or whatever and just shooting the shit. Yeah, and well, that's... You kind of got a behind-the-scenes of how shit goes down with us. Um, yeah, it, Jeff... g- it gave me flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> like Vietnam literally... flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, did we give you PTSD from that? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I can record uh, another episode of If Lance Could Kill anytime soon. I need I need to go see my therapist. Yeah, you'll be just hiding underneath your desk. Yeah, smoking some crack, whatever. You know, we'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, that's great. Snorting crack's the way to go these days. That's what all hey, the cool kids are doing. That's when you moved to New York, you started snorting crack. <laughs> Cheaper. So... I guess how so since you got you do the podcast, how did you meet the people that you did your podcast with? Did you like grow up? Did you all learn playing magic together? You said you started in Gate Crash. Did you guys all start around the same time? Uh, yeah, we all started uh, at Gate Crash. <clears throat> I bought. Um, well, to go back, uh, we all met each other at different periods. Like one of the original hosts, uh, our older brothers are best friends, so we've known each other our whole lives. Um, Two of the other guys uh, met during high school, and we all kind of fell in the same, like, drinking, hanging out group. And uh, we've just been friends ever since. And as for starting to play Magic, um, you know, we we were all starting to get girlfriends, wives, jobs, all that stuff. And and we found we didn't have enough time to, like, hang out. So we designated uh, Monday nights as the time for us to meet up and hang out and play games. So we first started playing... uh, Fuck, what? Uh, Risk Legacy? It's a version of Risk where, like, you alter the board and it changes and all this fun stuff. Oh, One of the best board yeah. games I've ever played. And then once once we finished that, I was like, hey, uh, I always wanted to learn how to play Magic. You know, some, some neighbor kid tried to teach me when I was, like, eight, and I was an idiot and didn't know how to do it. So he got <laughs> frustrated and gave up. Um So I was like, yeah, let's let's give it a shot. I went to my uh, LGS, grabbed the, the Demir intro deck. And uh, just started playing, uh, going, just going to the shop, feeling like a fucking outcast. Because, like, you know, w- whatever image I had of myself, whether I thought I was the cool kid or whatever, like, when you walk into an LGS, like, it's their world, you know? Oh, yeah, you're yeah. stepping into their fucking cage. Exactly. So I'm just all like, oh, hey, I want to try and learn how to play. And, you know, the owner was really cool. Uh, I started playing Duels of the Planeswalker. I think it was 2013. Oh, fuck. I forgot that game existed. I think that's such a big thing if, like, the if you go to an LGS and the, the owner is a con, you're just going to hate magic and hate the experience. But if they're cool and the people are cool, you're going to have a wildly different experience and you're going to come out either loving or hating it just based off of that. Well, that was a weird thing, too, because when I when I started playing and I went to the first LGS... I went to Snake Eyes in Altoona. Matt, you'll know where that is. Yeah, and Snake Eyes. Um, yeah, Snake Eyes, Altoona, Pennsylvania. And I went there, and the owner, it was a game store, and they just also sold magic shit. 
and it was a lot less of the owner doing shit and a lot more of the play group that was there, whether it be like the constructed kids or the commander nerds or whatever was going on at that time. And I went there just having a cobbled together version of whatever the fuck standard was at the time. And the people there were super welcoming and super inviting. If I would have went there and those guys would have been dicks, that would have been fucking game over for me. I probably would not have continued playing Magic or at least continued playing Magic competitively at that point. Well, yeah, I've definitely, I, you know, I've moved around a good bit and I've gone to game shops where people are assholes and I said, fuck that, I'm not going back there. Like, And not even like them being like rude. They're just weird as fuck and they're not welcoming. They have their like little tiny weird clicks but then i go somewhere like nice guys i'll plug them all fucking day ron's one of the coolest dudes ever i'll go in there and i'll talk to him that big bearded beautiful man yeah like i'll talk to him about vintage forever like he loves brewing vintage stuff the last vintage thing he had there i sat there for like an hour and he was supposed to be closing he's like nah we're good like i'll we'll sit here and bullshit for a bit yeah fuck yeah that's just a, a massive fucking <clears throat> and just the fact, that, in places. the fact that you have that environment is like, fucking crucial, I think. But, Corey, you said that you guys all just, like, got together to start playing just for a reason to get together. That's almost exactly how I fucking started. Because, I, Matt, you started when you were, like, a fucking infant child. You were, like, what, a year and a half old when you started playing Magic? <laughs> Probably, like, seven months. Yeah, that sounds about right. Oh, Corey, I started if, playing... we, if we go off on a tangent, you can just say fuck off and just kind of either jump in or... Steer, yeah. steer just right. reach through the screen, grab Matt, punch him in the face. I absolutely, I absolutely feel at home already. So I will, <laughs> I will jump in. <laughs> I, I've already taken my pants off. We're good to go. Oh well, I've already had my pants off since the beginning. <laughs> what are pants? <laughs> oh yeah, you get to work from home, Matt. So you're just like, per- yeah. you're just perpetually in your underwear or naked. Yeah, I don't know what pants are. He Fuck. calls underwear <laughs> pants. Yeah. <laughs> No, underwear or his or his dress pants. That's what he wears for nice Sunday day. No, I wear the whitey tidies that don't have the poo stain on no, them. You hang dick on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Lord's Day. <laughs> but, okay, back back to the conversation. Yeah, fuck, we're not talking yeah, started, about magic today. We're just going to go off. <laughs> well, Matt, you started when you were a fucking child. I started playing magic when I would think it was like 21. So instead of going to bars, I went over to my buddy's place, and everybody was sitting at a fucking table playing magic and at first i was like you guys are fucking losers why are we not out talking to girls and doing things and then they were like no but seriously try it and i tried and i was like oh fuck this is way cooler than talking to girls you got me <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm hooked oh yeah that was definitely me to the rest of my friends because i had been into it for a couple weeks before i brought it to them and so i already had the intro deck uh you know, the shop had given me some shitty commons and uncommons to, you know, help build my deck. And I had gotten sleeves. And so when I showed my friends, <laughs> uh, the co-hosts, future co-hosts, I showed them the cards and they're like, sleeves, dude. What, you, what kind of nerd are you? These and are then, to like, protect my investment. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to explain to them and they're like, whatever, dude. And then, you know, they go by intro decks. And within the month, you know, we're all spending like hundreds of dollars on magic cards. Yeah, that seems about right. Oh, yeah. It's a really fucking quick downhill slope when you start and you're like, oh, shit, this is a real deal thing. And then the next week you're like, oh, I need to buy this, 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 this. And you just have a pile. And the worst part is when you first start playing, you want to buy all these fucking cards and you have no idea what anything does. So you're spending all this money on fucking garbage. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I remember... 
one of my buddies, he had bought whatever deck was in standard that had Domri Raid, I think. Um, yes. L- later on, it had turned into like the red green monsters when Theros hit. And, you know, he spent like 150 bucks on it. And uh, I spent like 30 bucks on some shitty little discard rats deck that had, um, you know, that one enchantment that's basically like the rack kind of. Oh, Shrieking, Shrieking Affliction. affliction yeah. yeah, and that was just the point of the whole deck. And I remember beating him with that deck multiple times. And the, just the, the feeling of pride swelling up that, like, my piece of shit little rat deck beat your <laughs> beat $150. Yeah, it was just... Uh, oh, I that just feels think, so I th- good. I think about it at night when I touch myself. Yeah, yeah. perfect. <laughs> and I love how, that, like, those early interactions with Magic is what, like, sets you up for failure for the rest of your fucking Magic career. I remember playing against one of my friends, and he had fucking spreading seas in his deck. And I still to this day have not hated a card more than I hate fucking spreading seas. <laughs> what a They're miserable fucking, fucking card. Every time I gotcha. see that pop up in like a blue white control list in modern, I want to find that person, drive to their house, and piss on them. Because I fucking hate that card. That is a bit haste. Listen, have you ever seen spreading seas, Matt? Do you know what that card does? Yeah, it's glorious. Fuck you. Yeah, I want to drive to your house and piss on you now. <laughs> Fuck your lands, bro. Unless they're islands. They're trying to make my basic plans in islands. That is, is fucking a fucking funny. criminal Real offense. Funny. Like, that is punishable place. by death. How dare they touch my basic plan? <laughs> well, so we got we got your your backstory on how you got started playing Magic. How do you play Magic now that you're older, wiser, maybe, probably not, <laughs> but at least older and now more entrenched in Magic? Um, so, you know, when we first started playing, we were all about standard. Uh, that's usually the jumping off point for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then much like others, you know, after a couple seasons of standard, it starts to wear a little thin, trying to keep up with the meta, trying to keep up with the prices, just keeping up with it all. Uh, we started getting into commander still kind of, uh, brewing, um, standard kind of on the side. Um, not really going to too many events. Uh, like in the beginning, we'd go to PTQs and FNMs and, you know, all all the like. And, and then uh, then we just started getting a little bit more casual. And currently, uh, I play my standard on MTG Arena just because of being able to jump on, play a game, not spend too much money, and not worry about, like, my cards rotating out. Because, I like, I used to play a lot of MTGO. And, uh, you know, it's a bummer when you have to spend all this money on standard cards and then they rotate out and, you know, it's just the, the feel bads. Oh my God. Yeah. That's such a yeah, pain in the ass. Literally the worst thing. thing. That was the big thing when I started playing, I, I jumped in and like you said, that's the jump up point to standard. So I had a standard deck. I remember when I really got into standard and broke away from like the casual formats that we were playing at the kitchen table. It was that Barrow standard with the red green monsters deck. Cause I played mono blue devotion. And Fuck mono black you. devotion. And Fuck both of those you. fucking decks were mono so blue devotion. <laughs> devotion is just the best fucking mechanic ever printed. I love it. Uh, so that's what I have PTSD about is those <laughs> monocolored decks from Theros Standard that, you know, I was all into like watching coverage and, you know, like I said, playing at local shops and just seeing and playing against mono blue and mono black. You know, it, it was just so much part of the high tier meta. And especially on coverage, watching like mono blue versus mono blue, like that fucking uh, that finals in that pro tour was a yeah, mono blue mono blue mirror, and we had yeah. to watch five games of that, and it was fucking awful. Yeah, I couldn't get my dick hard after that. It was just like I had erectile yeah, dysfunction. Yeah, 
No, that was my fucking format. I love that. But then after that rotated out, I was like, oh, all these cards are useless. Fuck. Yeah, and around the time we started playing was the modern Pro Tour in San Diego, which is where I'm from. And so oh, we we were aware of like modern as a format, but when you're new, like something like that is so daunting. You don't know the card pool. Um, you you don't know what's good, and everything costs a million dollars. Uh, so we slow we kind of set that aside, but always moving towards building a deck. Um, I finally finished all my pieces of eight rack, like just not that long ago. Yes. I had the main deck done, but I finally got the sideboard finished. And uh, it's kind of one of those things like, yeah, it's not the best deck in the format, but I know how to play the deck. I know what it's good against. I know my outs. And it's just, it's fun for me to play. That that's actually the, really that's fucking the great thing matters about, in modern. Yeah, that's the great thing about modern is that it's such a wide open fucking format all the time, except for when Hogak exists or some bullshit Odor like that. Fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, fuck that card. God damn it. Fuck that goddamn deck. But <laughs> most of the time, you can take your fucking eight rack deck into a field where there's a bunch of fucking is it Phoenix and there's a bunch of other fucking garbage and you can still win games if you know how to fucking play your deck. Yeah, if you right. know the matchups and everything. And that's what I've heard from a lot of like the the pros or the people, the content creators. You know, as uh, long as you pros. know how to <laughs> Oh good, good. That's why I'm on here. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I can learn. But you know, if you if you know your deck, then you know, go ahead and play your special little brew and uh, you're going to know what you're good against, what you're not, where you need to improve and just stick with, you know, one or two decks instead of trying to get the new hotness that's out. Yeah. There's and if a you're not... special place in my heart for brews. Fuck. Yes. That's like all I give a shit about. Brews and death in Texas. That's all. That's what that's what my yeah. life has come to at this point. I was just trying to brew uh, yesterday and today I was just trying to brew a dredge deck in modern thinking, like, I could do it better than the actual Dredge decks that <laughs> oh, are out yeah. there. I'm I've like, no, there. no, no, I got this. I'm. This is this is the right angle. <laughs> no, I'm you guys going. are all fucking morons. I'm a fucking genius. I have the galaxy brain over here, so I'm going to figure it out. It's going to be, like, the, a beautiful mind, but with Dredge and modern. Exactly. And then Ross Merriman looks at you and said, no, you fucking idiot. I got <laughs> yeah. it. I put the I put the list together, and then I was like, well, let me go check what Dredge is actually doing in modern. And I was like, yeah, that's better. That's so much yeah. better. Everything they do is what I did, but better. Okay, cool. Sick. <laughs> awesome. Really put me in my place. Thank you, Internet. <laughs> yeah, I'll I've, stick to eight I've, rack. I've been there way more times than I would care to admit. And I felt that way at this week. Matt, before, I think we were on the phone earlier today, and you said, oh, I saw this list online. And I was like, oh, is it the the Bring Delight Scape Shift deck with the snow basics and stuff? Yeah, it's the snow list. It's just so much better, yeah. And what we talked about about that fucking rug deck. I feel like that bring to light deck is exactly what we were thinking with the snow permanence, but just infinitely better in every single yeah. fucking way. <laughs> so I'm like, Oh, yep. I'm a moron. Everybody else is good. And I suck. So might as well just stick to my fucking guns. I'd say I'm better at brewing in commander. Like deck building is one of my favorite things, favorite aspect of magic, the gathering, you know, to bring like my own unique twist to a deck. Um, and then also I like to do that with standard cause it's a little, especially on arena, it's way easier just oh, to like, fuck, yeah, yeah, just fuck around. And since it's just arena, it's not like, uh, it's such a money sink. Hell yeah. And the cool thing about arena is it almost forces you into brewing right. because you're working with it, like a limited amount of resources and you can't just go purchase these fucking cards. Yeah, I was about to say, you just can't drop a couple hundred bucks and buy what you need. You have to actually like work for it, right? Yeah, you got to grind for it, which makes you play a, like a suboptimal list as far as like what your brain considers optimal. 
because you just don't have the, the mythic rare fucking wild card or wherever the fuck it is. And the cool thing is, like, you get to go up against other brews, and then you see, like, one or two cards they're playing, and you're like, oh, dude, that's that interaction. I didn't even think about that. I'm yeah, definitely throwing yeah. that in the deck. That was definitely a big thing when I first started playing Arena that blew my mind. I was like, I built a deck with just what I had, and I was like, this is going to be a fucking pile. There's no way I'm going to be able to win games with this. And then went in and realized, like you said, you're playing against other people who are in the same shoes as you. They have to fucking cobble together a deck with a pile of fucking trash. And you guys are all just just throwing garbage at each other until somebody comes out with a little victory fucking screen. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. This is why Magic Green is fucking awesome. I get it. Yeah, it's very uh, it's very reminiscent of Duels of the Planeswalker, but so much you know easier to play against um, you know actual opponents. Yeah, it's like Duels of the Brain Planeswalkers if Duels of the Planeswalkers had more than a brain cell. Yeah, right. It has at least like three brain cells. <laughs> well, you said you mentioned that you really like fucking deck building, especially in Commander. Do you have like a pet Commander deck that you play? Um, well, I have a lot of Commander decks that I've built um, over the years. Like every time I get a precon every year. And I just juice it up, and then yes. I have other decks that you know are kind of my pet decks. Um, so I'm currently I'm building a foiled out zombie list. Yes, pretty I dope. Love that. Who's your commander it, for that? It is Grimgrin. Yes. So it's mono black. The fuck uh, is Grimgrin? No, it's it's uh, or is it black, black blue? Yeah, What's Grimgrin is uh Grimgrin. Three yeah, blue black. Sweet. Yeah, he's Legend. blue black. Yep. Zombie warrior uh, enters the battlefield, tap, doesn't untap during your upkeep, sacrifice another creature, untap it, put a 1-1 counter on it, and whenever he attacks, destroy creature defending player controls, then put a 1-1 yep, counter right on there, him. Oh, yeah, this fucking green. dildo. It's one word. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, oh. he's fucking sweet. Again, Innistrad, greatest set ever. Can't yeah, be. so I, I've been working on this for years and years, just trying to put together the foil. Because I re remember I heard somebody mention something about like foiling out a commander deck, and I was like, I'm definitely going to do that. I'm Fuck, a sucker. Yeah. I'm a sucker for tribal. I'm a sucker for like <laughs> sacrifice and graveyard shenanigans. Uh, so I'm building a list. And right now I think I have like 94 out of the hundred cards. Oh, so you're like are just right around the corner of getting it finished. Yeah. Like there's a um, soul ring. Uh, I think they're coming out with a new promo. I want to yes, try and get my are. hands on that one. Yeah. Isn't it the like Vegas. A, like a comic-con promo or something like that? So yeah, like the Vegas promo that they're That's doing. That's what it is. Yeah, it's a GP Vegas promo. That's what it was. Yeah, because yeah. the whole fucking shenanigans, when they spoiled it on the channel Fireball stream, it had the purple man symbol on the back because somebody fucked it up. Oh, that was brilliant. <laughs> um, yeah, and there's a couple cards that, that that aren't even printed in foil, so I might have to get the proxy guy to help me out with some of those. Yes, shout out to him. He'll be able to do whatever you want and do it better than Wizards will ever be able to do it. So, like, that's yeah. cool. Absolutely, yeah, that a, guy's awesome. We were able to meet him in Vegas. He's a bad motherfucker. So oh, yeah, there's yes. things like Zombie Master and uh, some of the other ones. Yeah, I don't uh, think Kindred they, Discovery. Black Market's not a foil card. They, I don't think I they that's that. the first one you see where you're just like, oh, I know that one's not foil. What, <laughs> no, I'm telling you, I don't think they have a foiling for that. No, they probably don't, but your brain is fucking ridiculous that you just immediately see that. Yeah, they probably don't have this either because this was old as fuck. Yeah, Zombie Master, they don't have the foil. Kindred Discovery was in a pre-con, uh, so there's no foil for that. But they have weapon I'm, foil. Get your get on your game, boy. What you yo, doing? Get that whip. I used to have a whip foil. I think I opened up more boxes of Theros than any other set possibly conceived. I loved that fucking limited format, and I 
won so many fucking games of limited playing that format because that's all I did. I was no, no lifer because I think I was like a sophomore in college at that point. So like, what else am I going to do? Study? No, oh, that's fucking absolutely. <laughs> Are there actual blue cards in here besides uh, Cyclonic Rift? That makes sense. Is Rooftop Storm? Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah there's very Storm. little blue cards. It's mostly black, but um, that's you fine. know, there's some some of the lords and Kindred Discovery and Rooftop Storm. Oh man, that is that oh, is gross when it's together. Yeah, the fucking hey, utility nice, that you get with blue. Nice hey, I wonder where you got that vista. oil prismatic vista, man. <laughs> oh yeah, so I I was like, you know what? I don't need the uh, blue black fetch land in there, and plus I don't want to spend the money to get a foil one. And I was like, you know what? I have a foil of prismatic vista. Throw that. So you bag. have your blue black fetch land. Exactly. Look at that. <laughs> You're welcome. You made you the don't list. Have, oh, you do have some islands in there. Okay, I was I, like, you don't have any foil <laughs> islands. Do you uh, do you double sleeve this shit, or do you single sleeve it? I just recently uh, double sleeved it. God damn, that seems so daunting to shuffle that. But I mean, it's uh, definitely worth it because you definitely have some fucking cheddar in this. For sure. Yeah, I, I haven't um, played a game with it in a while. So I've, a- I've added uh, some different cards here and there. Um, so hopefully this Saturday, uh, my co-host and I, or the, the last co-host I have left on If Lance Could Kill Hot Sauce, uh, me and him are probably going to get some games going. Well, it's funny too because Matt has played just about every single format conceivable. And the last format he got into was Commander. He fought the idea of Commander for like, what, two years? Uh, longer than that. Yeah, I mean, every time that I would try to bring it up to you, you'd be like, no, that's a fucking format for Scrubs. I hate everything about that format. It's fucking disgusting. I was like, no, but seriously, try it out. It's great. And then you finally were like, okay, I'll build a deck. And you built the most degenerate pile of cards I've ever seen in my entire life. And I played against you once. I was like, no, 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 no. You're doing it wrong. This is yeah. not how you're supposed to play Commander. And you're like, oh, fuck. And then a month later, you're like, okay, I think I get it now. And then you sent me a list, and it made sense, and it was not a fucking brutal thing to play against. I was like, Matt, you're finally getting Commander. And I that might be, to this day, the proudest moment of my life. Yeah, even, like, uh, competitive EDH players were like, dude, what the fuck? Like, what are you <laughs> doing? you're an asshole. <laughs> you're a fucking scumbag. So a little backstory. I played the most degenerate. Muldrotha stack stack that you can imagine. Pretty much by turn three, if you didn't kill me, everyone was locked out of the game but me, and I was killing them with like a one three or like a one one. That sounds horrible. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's exactly what you think it is. It was a fucking miserable experience. Yeah, in our playgroup uh, for EDH, uh, we kind of uh, frown upon infinite combos. Um, you know, there, there's an infinite combo here or there, which are okay, but if it's like a game-winning infinite combo, uh, you know, we kind of have a house ban on that. Fuck yeah. Um, I think when we, one of our buddies was playing Atraxa, we said that uh, he couldn't, alt, he was playing Super Friends Atraxa, and we're like, man, you can't ultimate this one Planeswalker because he had um, doubling season out. And as soon as he did the ultimate for the one Planeswalker, it was like, this game over, so... Just don't ultimate that one's Planeswalker, you know, but everything else is fine. So when something becomes a problem in our personal meta, you know, we kind of come together and uh, squash it. And that's the beautiful thing yeah. about Commander. Like, they have these fucking rules and they have the ban and restriction shit. But what really matters is when you and your fucking buddy sit down, whatever rules you set, that's what, that's the law. Yeah, you it guys doesn't are fucking, fucking matter. Law. Oh, well, like, you can't. The big people, thing, like, you can't have Planeswalkers. You could fucking say you can shove that up your ass and everyone could fucking have planeswalkers as their commander. 
I don't even get me started when people start bitching on Twitter about, you know, <laughs> oh, well, we need to be able to play our commanders because, you know, in Montana on Thursday night at 8 o'clock at our LGS, blah, 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 there's new players and their their favorite planeswalker is, you know, Nissa, and they really relate to her because they grew up on a farm. It's like, I don't give a fuck. You can play it however you want. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So, that was uh, my big gripe with Oathbreaker. Like, people are trying to make this new format where, like, oh, it's Singleton, but you can have a Planeswalker and you have a fucking special spell. And I'm like, okay. Or you could just have friends that are fucking cool and let you play your fucking Gideon tribal fucking commander deck. Like, no. Oh, my God. I went super degenerate with that. I didn't even build the deck because I knew. that's what the format's all about. It's for the fucking, it's for the spikes. Like, that's commander for spikes. I think tiny leaner, tiny, yeah, tiny wieners, tiny leaders is more. You're thinking about yourself. Yeah. Look in the mirror. (laughs) <laughs> I uh, I thought that was more spiky than the commander thing is the tiny leaders or what the fuck is it called? It was tiny, it was tiny wieners. Yeah. I'm tiny sorry, wieners. I'm sorry guys. I have a confession, but yeah. my favorite format is tiny leaders. I no, love, I it, love dude. tiny leaders. Tiny leaders. Yeah, was sweet. I was I was super upset that that shit did not get fucking more traction. It could have gone on MTGO so easily. So easily. Yeah, because yeah, there were people Here's what who, I like, placed it as. Like, wanted can... to go degenerate with that format and do, like, Leovold or some shit like that. They could, but there was so much room for growth in that format that you could just have fucking fun and play whatever deck you wanted to, and it was going to be a fucking blast. I played wow. that format for probably a year after it was announced, even when it died with my friends, and we didn't buy the cards. We literally just proxied fucking decks because we knew that format wasn't going to go anywhere, but we loved the concept. Azuri was, like, the best deck. Like, just the elves, because it's fucking ridiculous. It turns out drawing cards is okay. (laughs) Azuri doesn't draw you cards. Azuri? Are we talking... Oh, not Azuri. Fucking, I'm thinking Edric. Edric was a sweet Uh, deck, too. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, but uh, also overrunning on turn, like, three... Is pretty cool and well, killing yeah, fucking them. Elves is always going to be a thing if you can cast, if, especially if you limit a format to fucking infant sized creatures. Yeah. Elves are the king of the infants. That what? and uh, what's the blue white 4 2 2 that makes an angel? Are you talking about Geist of St. Traft? Geist, yeah. Did you really not remember Geist of St. Traft? I couldn't think of the name. It's been I'm a long day and I haven't had caffeine. <laughs> Your <laughs> brain's slowly fit? shutting down. One of my favorite parts of Tiny Leaders was, you know, for people who aren't into vintage or legacy, we're still yeah, able to like cunts. play with those cards. I you hate know, vintage and legacy fans. Yeah, they're the, yeah, worst, they're the worst. You know, just, they're real fucking. Cuck. Just ban- banish vintage and legacy and instate Tiny Leaders, and everything will be fine. I mean, to be fair, Wizards is already trying to banish vintage and legacy, so I don't think anybody needs any help doing that. Those formats are already disappearing putting GPs on fucking holiday weekends and like uh, there's never been a vintage GP ever. There never, there never will be. Yeah. I'm fine with that. All 12 people who play vintage can 13 stay on magic online and just keep eating their Doritos. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, Matt, you're finally coming around on the idea of commander and your pet commander is Moldrotha. I don't, have you even tried to brew another commander since then? Yeah. I made Ulasht. Indeed. That's right, okay. we tried to test that one time. You proxied up a couple cards and we ran through it. That was super fun. Yeah, tribal uh, zapperlings. Yeah, tribal decks are just the fucking best, man. I have two commander decks that are my bread and butter. I have Brea, and it's just tribal thopters, because nice. anybody who does anything to generate with Brea... It's too easy. It's, they're it's, just disrespecting the card. It's she basically... She makes thopters, man. 
the yeah, Reaper. That that's card the was first thing it says on her card. Combo, she makes yeah. Thopters. <laughs> it's literally two card Monty. There's so many fucking combos in that deck. And I put, <laughs> I made an effort to put zero combinations in my deck. The closest thing to a combination I have is uh, Rhea once to make no. an additional two Thopters. No, I, I took that out actually. The closest thing to a combination is the Soul of Nephorexia making things indestructible and Neverworld's Disc. And that takes six mana every time I want to Wrath something. And I can only do it once per turn cycle. That's the closest thing to a combo I have in that deck. It's pretty combo-y. Yeah, but it's only two cards in the entire fucking 100-card list. So, I mean, I'll take it. 99. I mean, there's 100 cards including the commander. The commander's still part of the 100-card deck, you cocksucker. If you don't have tutors for the combo pieces, I feel like it's a hell of a lot better. But if that's, like, yes. the only way you're going to win every game, then it's fucking bullshit and boring. No, I have a house rule in my apartment, which I barely play Magic in my apartment, so it doesn't actually matter if it's a house rule or not. But there, I don't allow tutors that don't tutor for basic index. And if somebody has those in their decks, I'm happy to let them proxy it. I will give them a piece of paper and a Sharpie to make the proxy for any card that they want. They can even fucking make a dual land proxy. I don't give a shit. But I hate tutors in EDH, and I fucking hate Soul Ring more than anything in the entire goddamn world. Soul Ring, the Planeswalker? No, Soul Ring. Oh, Soul Ring. Yeah, I just have my yes. teeth out, so everything I say is a lisp, and it comes together. It's a Soul Ring. <laughs> soul Ring. <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> No, I, every time somebody comes over to play Commander at my place, if they have a Soaring in their deck, I'm just I look at them and I'm like, okay, here's the deal. That Soaring in your deck is a one mana Command Tower. It will add any color you want, but it's only one mana because Soaring just leads to fucking miserable games of Magic where it's so one sided, and immediately when you play a Soaring, you're either the target and you're killed immediately, or you run away with the game and you just blow everybody out of the water. And I Pretty hate magic. that card. Yeah, but it's fucking get but it over doesn't it. have to be part of magic if it doesn't exist in that format. You know what I'm saying? Like Ancestral Recall is a part of magic, but you think standard players give a fuck that Ancestral Recall exists? No. <laughs> it is a bummer when somebody plays like Soul Ring into like a signet into something and they're like, go. And you're like, fuck, dude, that's, oh, cool. your, that's your turn one. I yeah, might as well just I'll, shuffle up. I'll play my island and then pass the turn. Cool. <laughs> fucking awesome. Love it. Right. I guess it depends on who you're playing with and what they're playing, and there's a whole host of factors. Well, my thing is, when you sit down at a table playing Commander, the chances of everybody at the table being at the same level of skill is incredibly low. There are people who are going to be like me, who play Legacy, who play Vintage Online, who do all these things. And then when I sit down, the people that I'm playing Commander with typically are people who play maybe Modern every once in a while. They go to a Modern event like twice a year. They play limited in LGS, and they play kitchen table with their friends. I don't want to fucking play something that's degenerate, and I don't want them to feel bad about anything that I'm playing. So if we level all of the fucking powerful cards, everybody just gets to play the deck that they built. It still gets to function properly, but there's no fucking shenanigans going on. Our group, we usually have different levels of commanders. Like, we have our top tier... Uh, my top tier is like my Mirren deck, which is just tuned. You know, there's yes, nothing infinite Mirren about so it. Sick. Yeah, there's nothing infinite about it, but it is just so finely tuned that it is disgusting. I love that. And then so we have like our tier two, our tier three. So, you know, whenever we're playing with somebody, we know what type of deck we need to pull out. Um, like one of our buddies just recently started playing 
and he got um, a pre-con, and we were kind of giving him cards like, hey, put this in there. So it's not like a tuned deck, so we try not to pull out, like, the big bad decks. Uh, that's what I mean. You can... That's killer. See, that's a fucking awesome idea. If you guys have the resources to do that, that's great. I love that. Right, yeah. I think it pays off. There's a article series, or at least a theory, that Jason Alt has, uh, the EDH guru, uh, yeah, where he talks you. about, like, the 75% deck... Um, you know, where I'm going to, if I'm playing a four person game, I'm going to win one fourth of the time is kind of what he says. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to just smash face all the time, but given the right draws, I can do some gross stuff. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And Jason Alt is a fucking genius. If anybody doesn't listen to Brainstorm Brewery or anything that he produces, cause he writes articles for EDA Drek and shit too. He's the fucking man. And yeah, he is, the- yeah, he is secretly a genius disguised behind shitty jokes <laughs> like that's the best part about him one of my favorite commander things is probably the commander versus series because the way they have that set up they make it interactive no matter what yeah fuck yeah like I mean, because those i guys... really believe that every commander game should start with the fucking monarch token in the middle which that's a house rule for you and me when we sit down yeah. to play the first person that deals damage to anybody gets the monarch i have a fucking monarch token sitting in my commander deck and that I don't I don't have a single card that fucking gives the monarch token in that deck. No, nope, but when I'm true. sitting down, I talk to everybody. I'm like, okay, do you want to do this? And nine times out of ten, everybody's just like, oh yeah, yeah, that's that sounds really fun. Yeah, yeah like, that's oh, fucking awesome. Fuck. And it that always cool. makes the game one go quicker. There's never a point in time where somebody's just sitting there and, and could attack but doesn't because they're afraid of the repercussions. Because the monarch gives them enough value in return that that attack is worth it. So it speeds the game up. And, and usually the person you attack isn't retaliating someone else is chipping in at you to get the monarch if they got the monarch chances are they have a board state that allows them to attack yeah if they don't have the monarch and you're attacking them one you're a fucking asshole and two they're they're obviously not the winner of that game they're not in the number one spot you shouldn't be going after them yeah i made a queen marchesa deck just so i could incorporate the monarch into our games because i thought it was just a genius mechanic for commander yes yeah and she herself is not overpowered at all. No, she's solid. She just introduces the monarch to the game, and that's like all I really want out of the card. Is that the Mardu one who makes vampires? Yes, it is. Uh, the black she makes assassins, assassins yeah. doesn't she? Yeah. So Queen the... Marchesa is one red, white, black. So she's one in Mardu colors. She's a 3-3 legendary creature, human assassin. She has death touch and haste, and whenever she enters the battlefield, you become the monarch. At the beginning of your upkeep, if an opponent is the monarch, put a 1-1 black assassin creature token with death touch and haste onto the battlefield. And for the people out there who don't know what the monarch is, it says it's an emblem. So it's similar to what planeswalkers give you when they ultimate. But it's an emblem that states, at your end step, draw a card. Yeah, there's no fucking way to get rid of it. No, it just exists. It's a part of the game now. And when somebody deals damage to a player... They become the monarch. It has to be combat, combat damage. damage. When somebody yeah. does combat damage, they become the monarch. And that, or card... unless they have another card that says you become the monarch or some yeah. shit like that. And that mechanic is so cool, and it's also so easy to comprehend and so fucking powerful. Like it's powerful enough that in games of Legacy, a four fucking a four mana a creature that's a two two is playable in Legacy Death and Taxes because. It gives you the monarch. Is that the palace jailer? Yes, it is palace jailer. That's fucking that palace jailer is bay. I love nice. palace jailer. Like there's there's matchups in legacy legitimately where I have a palace jailer in my deck 
and I'm playing against somebody who has four creatures total in their deck, and they're all Snapcaster Mages. So I would never actually get rid of them. And Palace Jailer and the Monarch specifically is so good, I don't need to take that card out in sideboarding. Just because I don't care if it's a 2-2 that just gives me the Monarch, that's enough. That fucking mechanic is so yeah, insane. It's your card advantage. Yeah, I mean, I can draw cards against Miracles with a 4-mana 2-2. That's good enough to keep it in the deck. I'm A-O-fucking-K with that shit. And I... <laughs> shout out to the tokens that we made. I fucking gave out Monarch tokens to everybody I played against who I got to play Palace Jailer with because I, for some reason, can draw the best butterfly in the entire world within, like, seconds. That might be... <laughs> so what every the time fuck? I play Palace Jailer... That's I a really tokens. weird fucking flex, bro. You're like, <laughs> yeah, bro, I could draw <laughs> the best okay. fucking butterflies. <laughs> Well, I mean, for the it's like his superpower yeah. is a butterfly. So I drew a butterfly on the token. Oh no, I get it. But no, you're just like, bro, it. I draw the best butterflies and I draw them so quick. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give you a piece of paper in 10 seconds, and you have to draw me a perfect butterfly. And if you can do it, then you're cooler than me. But if you can't, I'm the fucking master. I'm the champ of butterflies, you motherfucker. <laughs> Fucking butterfly master, dude. Yeah. Changing my Twitter <laughs> handle to champion of butterflies. <laughs> I hate you so much. I don't know why I talk to you. <laughs> don't hate me because you hate me. Oh, you're a fucking dildo. <laughs> One of the uh, decks I'm most proud of uh, that I brewed for EDH is called Zur. Where's my cards? And <laughs> it has Zur the Enchanter as the leader. Uh, I sent you a link in the show notes. And basically, I made this deck because I could not make Waste Knot work in Tiny Leaders, and I was upset <laughs> about it. And I was pissed. Reason. So I like was just diligent about trying to make it work, and I found Zur. And you know, whenever I attack with Zur, brings out an enchantment, uh, three or less. And you know, ninety percent of the time, I bring out Waste Knot. Waste Knot can be that enchantment. <laughs> exactly. And then I just start, you know, doing all these windfall slash discard effects. And it's just amazing, and I get all this benefit out of it, and it's, you know, one of my most degenerate decks. That's Fuck. actually really cool, because most of the time when you see Zer, it's the same thing. You go get uh, fucking, there's like three astral things slide. that you get. No, you don't get Astral Slide. They're mostly like stack sticks, right? Uh, or, yeah, yeah, something yeah, like that, for sure. That, and then you just draw your whole deck and, like, storm off and kill yeah, them. Yeah, Zer is typically a fucking degenerate commander, but the way that you built it is infinitely more fun yeah whenever i used to play people on, on mtgo they'd be like oh fuck this deck and i'm like dude you don't even know it's in my deck you just see zur and he really is like you attack twice and you're the game's basically over because yeah. the first one it gives him like hex proof or shroud or whatever hex proof and then uh you just go get why the fuck can i not think of that it's black 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 Necropotence, Jesus Christ. I was going to say, why do you not remember Necropotence? It's one of the most powerful cards ever. You go get Necropotence, and then you just draw your deck and kill them. Yeah, fuck yeah. Zur is just always a bummer. And I, and like you said, when you sit down and play somebody on Magic Online, you're not sitting at tables so you don't know the context, and you just see their commander, and you just assume that they're a fucking asshole, <laughs> depending Absolutely. on what their commander is. Absolutely. If I see somebody on MTGO, and they're playing, uh, uh, fuck, what's his name? The, the Red God. You know, that does oh, damage. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm going for this guy. Number one, I don't care about anybody else. I just want this guy to die first. Yeah, <laughs> I he... love that. And that's why I initially, my pet commander deck is Crufix the God. So the blue green God. 
and all he is is just making mana. His deck was birthed from me making a Azuri commander deck online, and then everybody saw that Azuri was my commander, and everybody immediately fucking killed me. I'm like, that's not the point of my commander deck. I just want elves that just like make a bunch of mana. The whole entire point of the deck is to cast X spells and mill your opponent out or mill yourself out with laboratory maniac. That's all I want to do. And everybody just saw my commander immediately thought I was up to some bullshit and killed me before I could do anything. So I changed it to crew fix. And now that deck is my, one of my favorite decks that I own. You play that sucker a lot. I love that deck. And another one online that I have, is uh fucking admiral beckett brass she if anybody remembers her she is the the pirate pirate from, lord yeah yeah she's the pirate lord and she Excellent. is the fucking best and i i only have that deck online i don't have it in paper because i didn't want to fucking cobble it together because i'm a fucking lazy bastard but sounds about right when i i have that deck online and every time i go and play it in the chat i only fucking speak in pirate quotes <laughs> That's great. That's probably the best part of that. So, like, I immediately jump in and I <laughs> say, Yar, mateys. <laughs> and everybody's immediately like, this fucking guy is a piece of shit. Fuck yeah. Cosplaying on MTGO. Yeah, the yeah. whole deck is about stealing other people's shit. So I'm just like, <laughs> I'm a commandeer your booty. <laughs> just, like, take their fucking best creature or something. You need to find the gif of... What is it, Captain Phillips, where the dude says, I'm the captain now? Did you just say Jif? Gif, Jif, whatever. <laughs> it's, uh, I've, I've been troubled by this debate uh, my entire life. Uh, I pronounce it Gif, but yeah, apparently... Yeah, it's Gif, the, that's correct. But apparently, I forget what I heard, but like the proper actual way is Jif. But no, I'm like, that's, that. no, no, no. that's not how the peanut butter spelled. Whatever, you fucking cunts. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you need to find that clip and just post it. Well, About every 30 that, seconds. If you could put gifts in the Magic Online chat, I would post that 100%. But unfortunately, well, can you not Magic do that? Online has, again, three brain cells, and it can't mm-hmm. quite computate that gif in the chat yet. That's so, a bummer. I mean, it's better than the fucking cat on fucking Magic Arena. Causing everybody to lag out and shit. Oh, Matt, you didn't hear about this because you don't actually know anything about magic. I read a little bit like you'll get (laughs) fucking temporary suspension if you're clicking the cat. Well, here's the thing. Okay, this is this fucking entire episode has gone on so many fucking tangents. I love it. But Magic Arena made an update. And instead of the, the brains behind the fucking entire outfit making the game, you know, more user friendly, fixing all the bugs, putting in new formats. They're like, oh, you know what these people want? More things to spend money on. So <laughs> they put in a bunch of shit and they put in like a fucking like tier for like some kind of experience points and you can buy extra shit. And they put a cat on the side that during the game you can click on and it fucking spazzes out in different colors. So if you fucking just jam that button on the cat during <laughs> your opponent's turn, it like crashes their client. That's fucking great. No, it's like, it's like, it's legitimately will give somebody epilepsy. That's how fucking extreme this cat is. It is a goddamn mess. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, no, it's not. That's, <laughs> that's like in real life, just getting in someone's head and then flipping out and flipping the table. Like if, yeah. Next time I go play a magic event, if I'm, I'm going to play in the next fucking legacy event at nice guys, or I'm going to go to Syracuse and play that legacy open. I'm just going to bring a cat with me. 
and I'm going to sit it on the table next to me. And as I'm playing my fucking deck, when my opponent's turn, I'm just going to punch this cat in the face repetitively. <laughs> Light its tail on fire. While my opponent's taking his turn. Yeah. He's going to be like, you know, land this, this. I mean, he's like, land. I'm going to go <laughs> starting turn, fetch, go get a volcanic island, tap Delver. And the entire time, I'm just going to be punching this cat in the face. And the cat's going to be crying and bleeding all over the place. And I'm just like, oh, sorry. I thought this was Magic Arena. That cat would fuck right. you up. You wouldn't stand a chance against a cat. That cat yeah, that, would eviscerate you. you. <laughs> I don't really think they're ever going to put any, like, old school formats into Magic Arena. Oh, no, you know, they're never going to. They came out with that, like, they said they're going to do the historic format or whatever, which is That's just... A goddamn joke. Yeah, I, I guess you're not going to be able to play that format competitively, so when things rotate, it's kind of going to be its own non-rotating format i'm guessing sure but for now that format is just the standard that everybody hates right uh yeah i mean it's such a small card pool that it's it's just going to be like standard decks plus some it's infinite to fairy but they've already put some cards in previous sets on magic arena in like the limited release beta and then the alpha so those cards have already been proven to work on the client i don't get why they just didn't put them on there for that format specifically but i mean like arena is just for standard just to get people hooked to the game it's gonna it's friend more friendly than the previous iterations of like duels for streamers yeah and i agree and with that's, that. that's basically what it is so whenever people uh i see a lot of people complain online on twitter about it and i'm just like this is exactly what it is you guys had expectations that it was going to be like mtgo plus animations and that's not what it's meant to be no never it i mean modern especially i mean modern and then previous formats i never imagined they were going to put legacy on that motherfucker but modern specifically has so many goddamn cards that it would take a fucking a staff of a hundred programmers at least like six months to program all those cards into it and then after they release that the bugs that they would have to fix from all the dumb fucking interactions that people would find, it would take another six months. So it would be a year before that's even functional. Why would they put that into Magic Arena when none of those cards can be purchased in paper? So it's actually not making Wizards any money. Like, it, it's useless. And that's what MTGO is for. You know, if you want to play that older stuff, just go sign up for MTGO and deal with its very archaic styling and look. Yeah, I mean, and the people who have been playing MCGO and playing those formats, they get it. Like, and they're there for it, and they've been playing it for a while. And if you really want to get a fucking game of Legacy in, and you just started MCGO right now, you're going to tolerate that. Because you want to play those formats. You've been playing Magic long enough that you want to play duels. And you want to play all these fucked up cards. And I can't even tell you how many fucking games playing Legacy online that I've ran into Renin 6. All these fucking people I play Ren and Six, every time they cast that card, I'm like, your dumbass spent $100 on that. <laughs> fucking Christ, that's a digital copy of a card. Yeah, and you spent $100 real dollars on that fucking motherfucker. Ren and Six is good because it pings your shit off and then says, go fuck yourself to your you, mana denial strategy. You think that, but Ren and Six is so ubiquitous in Legacy right now that as a Death and Taxes player, you cannot bring yourself to adding cards to your deck that will make you liable to losing to that card. So I side out essentially all of my non enter the battlefield or crucial 
X1s for that matchup. Like, Phyrexian and Roker, you'd think, oh, great card in that matchup. Terrible. No, but it's fucking abysmal because they play Lightning Bolt, and they play fucking all of the cards that remove that card. I side out all that shit. You know what's really good against Ren and Six? Something with two toughness. <laughs> like, that card doesn't do anything. Yeah, it gets a fetch land back or wasteland or something. Yeah, just fucking, you just play Rest in Peace instead. Because you know what Rest in Peace does to Ren and Six? Makes it trivially stuff fucking yeah it's it they plus it and it does nothing and you're just like okay i'm going on with my life congratulations you're six is it 17 loyalty and it still does nothing i awesome very proud of you well eventually they technically could kill you with it how they can ping you like they're better <laughs> off playing their fucking true name nemesis and me dying to that i'm more worried about true name nemesis than i am worried about ren six in my current legacy death and taxes build because i get it ren six is good Make your deck less good against Ren and Six, or less bad against Ren and Six, and you don't have to worry about it. Look at that. I fixed the meta. I fixed Legacy. I'm the Mother Teresa of Legacy Death and Tap. I'm going to change my Twitter profile to that now. No, you're the fucking Butterfly <laughs> King or whatever the fuck you said. What was that? I don't even remember what I said before. Champ, champion of Butterflies. Champion of Butterflies. Oh, yeah, King of the right. Butterflies, Mother Teresa of Death and Taxes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can I be the queen of the butterflies, guys? <laughs> no, you're the fucking champion of butterflies. Oh, the champion of butterflies. I like that one a lot. That's what Can you I said. Can I be the monarch of butterflies? <laughs> I, I just want to draw a card. That's all I want. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> so do you guys have a lot of uh, a big collection on MTGO? I well, do not. What's your collection on Magic Online, bud? I think I have a Sahili Ray. That's probably Sahili Rai. <laughs> one single copy of Sahili. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. That's probably that's probably about it. Congrats, man! I'm very Thanks, glad. That and whatever they give you whenever you sign up. Oh, so garbage commons. Yeah, that's the extent of my collection on Magic Online. Magic Online's a um because I have pet decks in a lot of formats, and all of the cards that I use for those pet decks I have on Magic Online. There's other decks that I play when I'm not feeling those pet decks. And I will just like buy or tr like sell some cards and buy cards with that using whatever fucking <laughs> mess of an economy Magic Online gives me. Um, I have all the, every single spirit that you could possibly play in modern on Magic Online. And I have every single human or legacy death and taxes staple that you could possibly play in legacy. And then I have my commander decks. Everything else is constantly like I played Blue Moon in modern, which is just a blue-red control deck that capitalizes on people having greedy mana bases with Blood Moon. I have that online currently, and I think that's all in one piece, but the chances of me selling that are pretty fucking high because it's a dead deck now. Yeah, it's yeah. not that great anymore because people are like, hey, do you know what's really good? Basics. Fucking basics, yeah. Yeah, basics are really good. I used to be pretty big into MTGO. Uh, it was a great place to, like, test your deck or test a brew and figure out what works and what doesn't work. Hell yeah. Uh, so I, I used to draft on there a lot, uh, played commander on there a lot. I ended up selling off my account uh, to help pay for my wife's. She had like a hand surgery and I was out of work at the time. So I, I sold it off and then I slowly started building it back up after a couple years. And um, there just came a point where I wasn't really playing it all that much. And I realized there was like, a thousand dollars just sitting on there not doing anything yeah it's um, crazy how much digital pieces of cardboard are fucking worth yeah it was it was ridiculous and so i ended up just selling it all um and bought guns with the money so there, there you go. go 
I mean, that's that's a real investment. Yeah, diverse, uh, you know, diversify your bonds. Yo, you got to <laughs> diversify your bonds. <laughs> Get Wu-Tang Financial. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes, I love it. You know, I don't really mind. I'm like not like a total gun nut, you know. Um, me and Hot Sauce uh, talk about how we're like, you know, pro gun control, but we're also into guns, which is a very weird stance for yeah. someone to have. <laughs> so we got a game. Have you heard of our game? I have heard of your Oh no. Have you have you? Uh I mean, well, I've listened to almost all of your episodes, so I'm familiar with some of your games. Oh, so we have two games. One Do you of them enjoy is how special Tyler occasion tried game, to make me fucking But I don't think the special can't. occasion game is particularly friendly to anybody besides Matt because How the fuck is it friendly towards me? It's geared to make me fucking lose, you dumb. Well, here's shit. the thing, it has to be geared to make you lose. Because you have some special learning disability where you can only fucking learn magic cards. <laughs> I just remember. Like, you can't learn stupid... normal things like a human being. Like, you can't learn how to fucking use a crosswalk. You can't learn, like, normal human conversation. You just have to learn fucking magic cards the entire time. <laughs> so I had to craft a game specifically for people with learning disabilities like you. And for normal dude. people without learning disabilities, I came up with another game. And that game is called Accumulated Knowledge. So I actually did good in that too, you fuck. So, <laughs> so we have our game. Accumulated Knowledge is the one that we typically play. We're not going to put Corey through the, nor- the uh, special edition game of knowledge pool because that is specifically made so matt looks like a fucking asshole because it's impossible to make him look like an asshole during any other game (laughs) so accumulated knowledge for those of you out there who have not seen this game before or heard this game before i go on to scryfall hit the random card button and whatever card pops up i say the card name now Corey is going to have to give me the mana cost of the card because he is a rookie in the game of a community of accumulated knowledge i'm going to give him three hints so he can use them throughout any of the five cards but once the three hints are gone he has to just go raw the rest of the card this is the only part of the podcast i was nervous about because oh you knew that you were gonna have to be put through it though right yeah i can't i can't remember card names worth of shit so you know let's let's have some fun let's hope scryfall is very kind to you so matt are we just gonna go back and forth yeah you can go first and then i'll go and so Corey, in order to win accumulated knowledge you have to get three out of the five cards i will give you your first one now it is <laughs> okay. I'm actually going to skip that one because I can't print the name. Perfect. Yep. That's the that's the beautiful thing about a podcast. I can just, choose what I give and I can choose what I don't. Just skip to anything above Gatecrash and we'll be good. <laughs> okay. Well, this one isn't quite above Gatecrash, but it's the first. It's the next one that I could pronounce. So <laughs> it is Thraben Heretic. Thraben Heretic. And I'm going to give you because I like you. We're going to give you a hint. It, it is from Dark Ascension. So just slightly before you started playing Magic. Okay. Uh, I think uh, Dark Ascension was still in standard when I started playing. So it was for sure. I know so, this one. Does he, get a, does he get a phone call? You know what? I will give him three hints and also a phone a friend. And the phone a friend will most likely be from Matt, considering he probably will not call somebody else. <laughs> I know this one. So if you want to... If you want to tag me in, I know it. Or if you want to go for it. I would love more thing in the world for Matt to be confused 
and totally fuck up the card on a phone friend. That, I mean, lose you a point and make him look like an asshole. That, that could perfect. That could happen. So I'm gonna guess that it's a human. You nailed um, that. Pretty sure it's actually, it's actually it's two human, creature types. It's a, yeah, it's a human. What? It's a human wizard. Human wizard. All right. So we got three colors: either black, white, or blue. You. Uh, the, one of those colors is correct. I'm gonna I'm gonna lean uh, towards the blue because of the wizard. Ooh. Oh no, that's you're fucking up. Of you. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> let let let's do uh two and a two and a white. Two and a white. Oh, you were so close. It's Damn one it. in a white, isn't it? It's is one in a white. Matt, do you know the card? Fucking go yeah, ahead. And go for it's it. It's a two two. It sacks and it exiles something. I think it's a human wizard. It's one white two two. Tap, exile something, or tap, sack itself, exile something. <laughs> and all, all the Thrabens are white, just as a heads up. Well, gotcha. I, hopefully that doesn't apply for the rest of the game. Um, Corey, do you remember previously when we were talking about Matt's learning disability? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, well, he it's showing its fucking form right now. Because it is 100% a one and a white. It is a 2-2 two, two creature, human wizard, and it has tap. Exile target creature card from a graveyard. From a graveyard. Yeah. I should have known that. Which from, was, uh, it's a, was the Ascension, relevant right? Dark in Ascension? that limited format. It's Dark Ascension, I think, right? Because that was mm-hmm. the un that was the Undying and uh, was it Undying? Undying, yeah. Because Undying they came was back. in that format. Yeah. 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 So and, basically, I mean, magic cards are his like jelly beans in a jar. Like. Yeah. He's not really good at anything else, but fuck, he'll tell you how many toothpicks that are spilled on the ground. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, he's literally he's good at actual zero other things <laughs> besides naming garbage uncommons from random formats like Dark Ascension. <laughs> like nobody I'm... even draft Dark Ascension. <laughs> like that format was so awful. Yeah, it wasn't that great. Like it's hard to believe that a format like Innistrad, like Triple Innistrad existed and everybody was so excited about it. It was one of the best draft formats of all time and then immediately after they fucking buried it with other format. Like, that's such a bummer. Oh, well, fuck. This one's easy. I'll give this one to you, though, because it's it's easy, but it's not easy. What okay. does that even mean? Shut the fuck up. No one's <laughs> talking to you. Okay. You ready, Corey? I'm ready. So for your second card, it is Riku of Two Reflections. Oh, that's uh, a commander card. Yeah, that's the commander, commander dude. I can see the art in my head. Fuck, it's a... Uh... Blue, red, and I'm blanking if there's a third color in there. Oh, you're uh, definitely on the right path. It's, it's Is it three colors? It is definitely three colors. It's three colors, yeah. Okay, blue, red. I want to say green? Blue, red, green? He has some, <laughs> he has some obnoxious ability about um, like copying spells or drawing cards. Um, fuck, yeah. <laughs> so close. I'll say uh, like... Two red, blue, green, and the power and toughness aren't like really what's important on that card. It's no, not the, even close. No, it's, you, it's the only thing you have to give me is the converted mana cost. Yeah, the converted mana cost is so converted mana cost, uh, five mana, and then broken down. It's broken you said down. two blue, red, green, right? Yeah, is that your final answer? That's final answer. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, you Woo! nailed it. Yeah, you 100% nailed it. I figured you'd get that one if you play Commander. Yeah, fuck it. So, that card is so fucking nuts. God damn, that card is that card is one of those ones that we talked about before. Where if I see it on Magic Online, I'm immediately killing that person. Absolutely, it, it does some <laughs> yeah, shit. Fuck that card. 
So it's a, as you said, five mana, rug, Tamir. Legendary creature, human wizard, is a 2-2. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, you may pay a blue and a red. If you do copy that spell, you may choose new targets for the copy. And then in another fucking line of text, it's whenever (laughs) another... Whenever another non-token creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may pay green and a blue. If you do, put a token that's a copy of that creature onto the battlefield. That's not broken. exiled, just... You no, get a just exists. Yeah. Just exists. That's not broken. Yeah, that card is fucking... God damn it. Well, I mean, I'm glad that you got that one, because that card is... That card's an obscure one, for sure. But I'm happy I got one. Well, I have a strong feeling you're going to get two, because the one that I just fucking clicked upon i the scryfall gods are smiling very proud on you tonight (laughs) (laughs) so the next card that you got is jace the mind sculptor oh Oh, man i don't know um uh he's part of the gatewatch right uh (laughs) he's part of the gatewatch right yeah yeah Um, yeah yeah. jace he's uh he's you know a minor character in the storyline uh, I think he was a pirate once. I don't fucking know. Yeah, Where he are these, a... all these fucking softballs when I'm playing this game? <laughs> I think he had a corset on at one time. Um, in one Would of the books, care? he almost fucked Liliana. <laughs> you know, if this was me doing this, Lieb would be like, okay, how many different Jaces are there throughout? And I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> well, to be fair, on the random button that I clicked, the one that came up was like the mythic edition one. So it's that's at least the rarest Jace the Mind Sculptor. So I, I hit the jackpot. Uh, two blue blue has four abilities, and uh, it's now legal and modern, and nobody gives a shit, really. Yeah, because he's fucking useless. And yeah. you fucking nailed it. <laughs> so for anybody out there who has never seen Jace the Mind Sculptor, one, I recommend looking up what Magic the Gathering is. After that, uh, you can listen to this. It is a two blue blue planeswalker with three starting loyalty. Yeah, the plus two is you can look at the top card. Yeah, it's uh, the library, put it top or bottom. Yeah, the and zero, the, the ability zero ability is brainstorm. Zero ability is brainstorm. So you draw three cards and then you put two cards from your hand onto the top of your library in any order. And has anybody used any of the other abilities ever? I mean, I, I couldn't even the name minus. you. I I've have used had the minus one to bounce or er, Snapcaster. Use the minus ability to bounce uh, Batter Skull Germ tokens. Gotcha. That feels really bad. Yeah, so the minus ability is legitimately unsummon. So it's minus one return target creature to its owner's hand. And the minus 12, might as well just fucking say win the game. Minus 12 is exile all cards from target player's library. Then that player shuffles their hand into their library. So That's if right. they have five cards in hand, they have five cards in their library and zero, and they lose the game. Pretty much, yeah. As if they haven't lost the game already at that point. I don't think I've ever actually seen anyone lose the game there, or, like, win after getting Jace ultimated. Um, I've had games in Legacy where my opponent has just aggressively plus-twoed him and got to that point, but even then, I don't know if I've seen the ultimate win then the game. I think they just... I have died. not known how legacy works. That's the closest thing. I don't know if I've ever seen somebody successfully minus 12 Jace and win the game because the game just ends a thousand turns. Before. Yeah, because usually you brainstorm like four times and you're like, oh, yeah. well, fuck. Well, if you ever play Jace and don't brainstorm, the only reason why you do that is to avoid a lightning bolt 
or because you're already winning the fucking game at that point. So Okay, so that one was a spirit token. I'm not giving you that one. Oh, I think you would I think you would get spirit <laughs> at zero mana cost. This is Divine Reckoning. Is this a rare? Um, Divine Reckoning is the Convoke board wipe uh, for non-tokens, maybe? Ooh. I like the... the I like the maybe? uncertainty of it. That's the best part. <laughs> I just ordered that card. I don't know if it was Divine Reckoning, but uh, yeah, it was the Convoke board wipe for non-tokens. Um, it was like triple white, triple white, and... Uh, it's costly. Triple white and five or double white and six. Fuck. <laughs> That's the best part about this game. Oh man. Just I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the gut and I'll do uh triple white and uh triple white and four. Is that and your final sor- answer? And it's a sorcery, yeah. I'm gonna have to go ahead and say er on that uh, one. <laughs> I don't actually know what card you're talking about. This one is two mana white white. Each player chooses a creature he or she controls, destroy the rest, and then that's it the flies back for seven. That's garbage. Yeah, that's a rough one. <laughs> I don't think I would have gotten that one. I've seen that card played in Commander games, but I would have not remembered that one. I was thinking of Hour of Reckoning, which is four oh, colorless, yes. triple white. That is exactly what you were thinking of. Fuck me. So, uh... I guessed uh, the the card right, just the wrong name. So perfect. You know what? That's I mean that's what this game's all about. Yeah. I like for normal people <laughs> like you and me, we're just flying by the fucking skin of our teeth. We're just barely making it through. Yeah, like I've already won since I've gotten two of them. So yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I genuinely get a little bit upset if I don't get all five right. <laughs> yeah, because you're, you because you just sit there and instead of watching porn like a normal human being. You just sit on Scryfall and just search random cards. Let's and every random, time you see a random, card that you random. know, you spit on your hand and go to town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you fucking caught me. <laughs> well, Corey, it's for all the marbles, man. It's for all the fucking marbles. It, I mean, and because this is your first time, I want to remind you that you have all of your hints. But I don't even think you'll need them for this one. Is it Crypt Incursion? This was 100% a card that you played during this card's printing. Perfect. It is House Guildmage. House Guildmage. And just because of your origin story that you told us earlier, I am going to be genuinely fucking disappointed if you don't get this one. House um, give Again, me another human give, wizard. Give he me definitely the set. play during this. This is from Ravnica Allegiance, right? Guilds of Ravnica. House Guildmage? House Guild Mage, yes. Uh, give me the set. It is from Guilds of Ravnica. So think of the guilds that were in Guilds of Ravnica and the houses that could possibly end those guilds. All the Borthos um, out there are fucking pulling their hair out of their goddamn Right, 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 right. Okay, so... Um, yeah, I was it, right. This is in Guilds it, of Ravnica. <clears throat> so according to the the names of the guilds it's going to be demir because it's house demir <laughs> that, um, that's that's again very presumptuous of you. I... <laughs> usually the guild mages are like two twos um i think most of them are just two converted mana costs so i'm gonna go ahead and say blue black is that your yeah fuck all the rest of the hints blue black Yep, you nailed it. 100%. Boom. Bing, 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 bing. We got a winner, baby. 
Yeah, <laughs> House Guild Mage is 1,000%. One blue and one black. He is a 2-2, exactly like you said. He is a creature human wizard. And for one and a blue and tap, target creature does not untap during its controller's untap step. And for two and a black, tap, you surveil two. Ah, yeah. The classic surveil need... mechanic that everybody loves. Used one of your hints and did not use two hints or your phone call. Yeah, that's actually really impressive. That's probably better than I would have done for a lot of... That's actually, a thousand yeah, percent that's probably better, better than, than I would have done. done. <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind about that. Whoa, 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 whoa. What are you trying to say? You suck at this game. Oh, ouch. <laughs> Except for I've only lost what once? Not even? No, you've lost more than that. I don't believe that. Somebody you go watch. back and review the tape. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give shit enough. So no, do I, I get like a trophy either. or a special token or? Well, as far as prizes go, it's more of a pride. Gotcha. Leave would <laughs> so be I fucking can, poor. It's, I can at least hang it over Tyler, right? Working. Yes, you can. You've won more times than he has. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Fuck off, dude. First of all. My, my, of my all. percentage is better than yeah. yours. Your percentage is better than mine, and I've only lost. That's right. Once right. I Your think. Your percentage is better than everybody. Okay, everybody. If be, considering that we are quitting on episode eleven, <laughs> Corey is retired, the champ of all fashion shot games. He would be the, the fucking champ. Winner. I just gotta retire on the top. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean that so. sounds about right. I would do the same thing. So as customary for the winner of any of our games, Corey, the shout out for the week. I get the shout out. Um, you guys already gave Proxy Guy a shout out. We already talked about Jason Alt. Um, but he hasn't been our shout out because we'll do shout outs and shout outs just randomly through the show, just plug in people. So, yeah, because turns out we like magic, so we like people who do things in magic. Weird. Okay, so this, uh, I'm not sure if they have a Twitter page, but I'm gonna, gonna go ahead and shout out, uh, MTG Familiar, which is an app that is on. I'm not sure if it's on the, you know, the Apple store, uh, but it's on uh, the Google Play store. It is the premier app that I use to find cards. Um, you know, when I when I need to fill out spots in a deck, you know, you can it. You know how Gatherer just fucking sucks and it shows you all this crap that you don't need. Yeah, because why would Wizards make something that's, you know, worthwhile? Yeah, exactly. And uh <laughs> And then you just try and look for something and you cry. And uh, so MTG Familiar, it's an awesome app. It's how I build most of my decks. Uh, you can easily find the price. It like links the price to uh, TCG Player. And it's just an amazing app. So if they happen to be on Twitter, check them out. If not, check them out on the Google Play Store, MTG say, Familiar. I've definitely seen people link to this app specifically. And I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? And I clicked on it and I saw it and I was like, oh, shit. This is incredibly useful. I spend hours just, you know, since I, I only started playing during Gate Crash, there's plenty of cards I have no idea what the fuck they are. So I'll yeah, spend sure. hours as I'm brewing just peering through this, you know, taking screenshots so I can remind myself later. And I think there's even like a little wish list built in, uh, a life a life counting thing, uh, dice rolling, coin flipping. Yeah, all they that got a stuff. lot of shit in that fucking app that is incredibly useful to every Magic player useful. from like, kitchen table level to competitive level and it's free so fuck yeah i was just gonna say i think they might have like uh i don't know if they have a patreon but they have like a beta community so you can help test the next iteration of it and uh yeah check them out support them they're awesome people yeah fuck yeah shout out to mtg familiar anybody who's producing something like that 
that is anything better than Gatherer deserves a fucking shout out. Unless you have an Apple product, which apparently they're not on there. Yeah, you can't get it on the Apple. Yeah, which is so strange to me. But I mean, go check it out. Well, I mean, sorry to to steal the thunder from you, Corey, but we planned on you losing this. So we also (laughs) planned a shout out. (laughs) Well, please uh, go ahead. So our shout out was actually um, another MTG podcast. And they're they're pretty small. Um, not too many people listen to them. It's just it's just a couple guys, you know, talking about magic. Um, and it's you know they they have good chemistry. Um, they really get each other. They're really funny. They're quirky. Um, and it's actually called Limited Resources. I don't know <laughs> if anybody's ever heard of them. They're great. Oh wait, no, never mind. Yeah, it's yeah. It's actually wait, called wait. If Lands Could Kill. <laughs> <laughs> Those limited resources guys, fuck them. If Lands Could Kill fucking incredible podcast i don't know any of the people who are on it i've never met any of them i think they're all total fucking scum they They contribute nothing to the community and um... so they're very familiar with us also contributing nothing to anything (laughs) (laughs) and i would never have lsv on on my podcast fuck that guy (laughs) i love it yes So, Corey, where can they find any of this fucking If Lands Could Kill content if you would know anybody on this podcast? Um, if I were, I would direct you to Twitter, where you can find that podcast at If Lands Could Kill with one L, because we have too many fucking letters in our name. And <laughs> you can find me specifically. Uh, what is my? It's knife underscore city. Yep. I know you, you guys are a little old, too, because you put the underscore in your name. Apparently that's not like a popular thing to do anymore. Oh but no, ba- we're fucking we're old begrudging people standing at our fucking doorsteps yelling, "Get off my lawn, kid!" Yeah, this is for those younger kids. This is what we used to do in the AOL <laughs> instant what messenger days. Looks like. Yeah, we use. I have a thousand a frisbees. <laughs> <laughs> and my co-host can be found at Tay Hot Sauce T E H Hot Sauce on Twitter, and. Um, you know, life is kind of happening for both of us, so we're not really able to record some episodes, but I put out a uh, Twitter vote and uh, got back that people want mini-sodes, so I recently put out just a little quick mini-sode of me opening a box of Modern Horizons, and I talked a little bit about Oathbreaker, and I've been trying to stream on MTG Arena as much as possible, but I have no schedule for that. It's whenever I'm able to get on there. And yeah, I just, shit's just on the fly. Yeah, I just have fun and fuck around. Well, I'm going to go oh, ahead yeah. and uh, say anytime you want to hop on with us, you're more than welcome. Fuck yes. Yeah, this was super and fun. And I listened so. I listened to that mini show that you guys did, and it was fucking awesome. Just the fact that you were just like a ripping open packs, and it was like, oh, this is a Renin 6. I guess this is good. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. For my second box opening, I opened up a foil Renin 6, and I'm like, oh, yeah, not that this is worth much money. Yeah, and you then... were so nonchalant about it, and I was listening, <laughs> after, and it was after the fact, and I had known Renin 6 was fucking me up in Legacy for so long, and you opened up a foil one, I was like, you cunt! God yeah. damn it! <laughs> fucking Christ, another Renin's in the world? Fuck! Uh, and then I look so, it up um, a couple days later, and I'm like, oh, this is worth money, so I immediately yeah. sold it, thinking that, you know, it might go down, or the hype might go away. No, nope, it's like it's doubled in up. price. The, yeah. the ceiling does not exist on that card, apparently. Yeah, the foil is like $400 now. I sold it for like 210 so whatever. Well, <laughs> if you remember when uh, Dak Faden came out in Conspiracy, those foils were insane. Oh, yeah. It's the same thing. 
Absolutely. <laughs> well, currently, the most expensive card in modern Jund is Renan's. So that's yeah. where that card is sitting at right now. I have a non-foil copy that I'm holding on to, and I'm just waiting until the price goes higher, and then I'll sell it off. So I would say that pro- that card probably lands around 120 and then plateau. Yeah, you that think? sounds about right. I mean, if lands could kill, I would say at least in the top two podcasts, as far as I'm concerned, in regards to Magic the Gathering, the number one one, I mean, it's up in the air. I don't really know which one it could possibly be. Um, there's a couple people in consideration. The LSB but... fan cast, I know. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The LSB, the LSB masturbatory cast. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Fucking masturbatory the cast. Drive, the drive-to-work masturbatory cast. Hey, guys, bunch... this is Morrow, and I this is my second drive-to-work podcast. Where I want to talk about Chronicle. <laughs> Your fucking Maru impression is so perfect. <laughs> fucking God, spot dude. on. You fucking nailed it. You know, I, I I never listened to his Drive to Work podcast, and just like a month or two ago, I started listening to it. I was like, this is actually fucking amazing. Yeah, fuck yeah, Maru, fucking ma'am. <laughs> well, thank you guys for having me on. Anytime you guys want me on. Dude, I've, I've had a blast, and it would be a pleasure to come on whenever you need me. No, thank you for coming on. And when you motherfuckers decide to get your shit together and fucking start podcasting again, we were expecting the invite. Absolutely. Fuck yes. Awesome, man. Well, I guess this is the part where we do our sign-offs. Yeah, hey, you want to plug us this week, you fuck? Oh, yeah, fuck, we forgot to fucking plug ourselves last <laughs> week. Oh, that's... Kids, don't drink alcohol. It kills your brain cells. It, it makes you a fucking moron and it makes you really bad at everything you do. So <laughs> except dancing out there who has made it this far and wants to follow us on Twitter. You can see us at at fetch underscore shock. Anybody who wants to see me on Twitter, Tyler, you can see me at at basic land bin. And for Matt, you can find him at at it's bop. And for Corey, your Twitter, just one more time. Go for it. Uh, knife underscore city. Perfect. So any, so all these people that you just listened to for the for the last you know hour and forty five minutes, go fucking follow them, asshole. What are you fucking yeah. you doing? Don't be a dildo. Yeah, don't be a fucking dildo. Exactly. Yeah, stop staring at Scryfall and spitting on your dick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, after you're done sitting on Scryfall and spitting your dick, follow. Then us, go follow. I him. want you to finish your business. I well, mean, they can multitask. Wipe Listen, your hand off, too. Come on. Remember now. that fucking token I sent you with the crusty sock? Oh, fuck yeah. That thing's amazing. They need them. They need that fucking deposit before they fucking follow us. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nerds. We will see you next week. Peace. Peace. Bye-bye. <laughs>